This is the Freeology Podcast. We are your hosts, Jason Lyle. And I'm Chuck Swenson. The Freeology Podcast is about freeing your mind and your soul from past beliefs that no longer serve you. So why stay stuck? Move forward. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Freeology Podcast. We're here tonight, just Chuck and I, just the two of us. That's right. We uh, just uh, got through talking quite a bit about some stuff we probably should have been recording about adventures in recovery, um, doing a little, little dreaming, a little vision casting. And yeah. uh, so we wanted to start, we wanted to do an episode uh, that was just a vision uh, for and about adventures in recovery as this thing gets off the ground. Right. And it's uh it was a great conversation as we're talking about uh, what we're talking about is what is our purpose? You know, what are our core values as we're trying to work these things out and how to funnel through everything, what we want to do. And as we are casting out our vision and what we want to be about is exciting. Yeah, because I, I think, as you pointed out a minute ago in the conversation, like knowing what we're about is going to kind of be able to put a framework around the program. Yeah. And not that we can't branch out from there or, or never branch out from there, but it gives especially with my brain, the way it runs wild like a donkey, um, is, is to give some structure and ask that question. Okay, right. so what we're talking about, does this fit the vision? Yep. Does it fit the mission? Yeah, you know, and you guys went out on a uh, what was going to be a test trip for us mm-hmm. uh, this past weekend. Jason, kind of kick us off with that and what happened and what didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, you know, I went by, it was uh, me, Hank, Smitty, Luke, and uh, and you were going to join us, and at the last minute, another local um, branch of Chick Fil A actually had to close for some repairs, and you got slammed. That's right. And uh, so you were coming up to meet us a little later, and uh, so when we picked Smitty up, he, he got in the truck and he said, "Have you looked at the weather?" It's <laughs> like, well, yeah, I looked at it, but I, you know, I think we're going to be all right. I right, think we're going to be okay. Well, and this is coming from the guy who, when you did your wilderness therapy, I mean, you were out. They're in some oh. pretty intense situations. Oh, yeah. 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 So I, I was kind of – weather, I don't necessarily think of it as – and I, Hank even told me – I think it was Hank or maybe it was Smitty. was like, I know it doesn't bother you, but you might want to consider it when you start <laughs> taking clients out. It, right. It might bother them. Yeah. But um, anyhow, so we got there, picked everybody up on Thursday. We were on trail by I think like one or – it was about 2 o'clock when we hiked in. Yeah. Went up top of Springer Mountain, let everybody ooh and on, see how cool and beautiful that is. Went around, got camp set up. It was just a great first night, man. Right. I mean, it was a little chilly up on top of uh, a mountain there. Bill Mountain, I think, is where we were. And uh, so we had a little bit of cell service. Yeah. And so the next morning, somebody goes, are you tracking this weather? <laughs> I said, well, man, to be honest with you, no, I hadn't really looked at the weather. You know, what's it showing? He goes, well, they're showing one to three inches of snow. Oh, wow. And Luke and I were both like, cool, man. Like, oh, man, this is going to be awesome. Right. And so all day long, you know, you'd see some looks on Hank's face like, hmm, like, I, you know, this is it. Because Hank's never been. And right. by the way, Hank runs uh, Coweta Force and is actually his podcast episode is already um, aired. Yep. And they're a recovery program. Smitty um, works in recovery. And then Luke is um, a good friend who's going to be doing some co-guiding, just so everybody kind of knows. But um 
So I, we, we hiked through the day, and it was raining that morning when we got up, a little chilly. But, right. you know, we, we got up and got going. And uh, at one point, we lost Smitty. <laughs> <laughs> but we all knew where we were going. But I, I circled back around and found him. Well, Everybody what's funny spot. is when they told, when you guys told me the story, I didn't know who Smitty was, and I didn't realize Smitty was experienced. <laughs> when they said they lost Smitty, I just got, oh, we lost Smitty. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know Smitty, but I hope Smitty's all right, only to realize he's a very experienced uh, hiker. Yeah, yeah, which was one of the reasons why I wasn't as concerned. <laughs> so anyhow, we get get down to the bottom of really close to where we're going to camp and where we're going to meet you. You were headed in. You were on the way. You had right. sent me a message. And I pulled up on the GPS, that my GPS will give you the weather, and it said 40-mile-an-hour gusts of wind. Right. Freezing temperatures and snow and ice. Yeah. And at that time, I was like, man, this just doesn't make sense to put them through this because of the danger. Right. Because we could have had one great story to tell, <laughs> and then we could have one awful story that, to tell. That's true. Yep. And uh, the chances being very small that that would happen, but still the chance. Right. And so uh, we yep. played it smart and evacuated, went and had some rainbow trout. We did. It was very good. <laughs> um, so, you know, as we were talking a little bit earlier, you talked about uh, that first night and some of the conversations. And, you know, through your conversations and talking with those guys, you know, once again, how does that line up with, with what we're wanting to do and kind of our a, a little bit of our vision of what these nights look like? Yeah, so – you know, we talked about um, extensively that Friday night about the 12 steps. And um, Smitty and Hank just both encouraged me to think outside of that framework. Right. Um, and Smitty actually said something on the way home that has stuck with me. He said, the 12 steps gave me structure and how to manage my freedom while I learned how to manage my freedom myself. Right. So, in other words, this new freedom of not being addicted um, now – needs structure because the, the the addicted brain doesn't know how to operate in that freedom. Right. And the 12 steps gives that structure. But really what adventures in recovery about is not about the 12 steps, uh, maybe step one, two, three, which right. are all about our higher power. Yep. But adventures in recovery is very much about taking men out into the wilderness to have a spiritual experience that in turn impacts their recovery. Yeah. And and you and I both are saying not a Christian experience either. Right. It may be a Christian experience because they may be Christian, but more it, just to follow along with even the Freeology podcast, more to open up the mind and say, you know, how are we thinking of this? Right. How is this shaping the way that we look at ourselves, the way that we look at our higher power, the way that we look at our family? the way that we look at everybody around us, really. Yep. Uh, because addiction is very much uh, the, the wrong way of seeing things. Yep. It's responding to something in an unhealthy way. Right. So, yeah, those those conversations at night and conversations and trips coming up are going to very much center around, hey, man, what does recovery look like in light of nature? Right. So nature separating us from everything that gives us comfort, but also in light of the one who created all that nature. Right. And, you know, as we think about, uh, I know for me, you know, when I think about our creator and I think about, uh, our responsibility, you know, and a lot of that, when you, when, for me, when I read the teachings, you know, of Jesus and, and what he was and who he's about, he was always about others. He was always about being a steward of what's been put before him, mm -hmm. you know, and when we do those things, you know, and, and not according to what man necessarily wants or thinks, but according to what our creator has put in front of us, 
when you focus on others and you focus on the stewardship of what uh, has been created for us, mm-hmm. it really uh, drives you away from selfishness, which a lot of times, I, a lot of, even in my anger, you know, comes from selfishness versus uh, doing for others. Right. No doubt. Uh, and we, I wrote down here wilderness because when you were talking about the teachings of Jesus, it just bounced back through my brain that thing that Victoria pointed out last time. Yeah. You know, I, I talked to Anne Marie about that and, uh, I said, man, Victoria brought up a great point about the days in the wilderness. I said, never have I thought of it as a positive thing. We've always thought about it negative. And Anne Marie, even the light came on for her. She goes, you know what we do? We automatically treat it like it's the most awful thing that he ever did. And then, and then on top of that, the cherry on top was Satan came along and tempted him Yeah. versus no, it was building him up for the moment to come versus tearing him all down. And then at the very end of it really piles on and he becomes the victor. And I think a lot of times as, as these guys go out there, hopefully they're seeing that this is an edification. This is a building up moment that we're looking for is Smitty and, and um, Hank and Luke were all out there with you that it was a building up uh, moment um, amongst you guys versus a, a burden. Right. You know, so whenever they do come out, whenever these guys that were wanting to uh, come in, leave, they feel strengthened because guess what? The temptation is waiting, not just their, what they got to recover from, but the temptation to not do right to humanity is waiting on us. Yeah. You don't have to look far and, and see that. Right. And I, when Jesus, and by the way, folks, we're talking about the story in the Bible where Jesus is led into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan is what the Bible says. It also says in the beginning of that passage that the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness. That's right. Yeah. Um, I, these, <clears throat> as we take people out, you, Chuck, and you talked to this point on the podcast with Hank. Um, and if you guys hadn't listened to that, it's episode two, um, about, if people return to their same environment, they're more likely to return to the same problems. Right. You talked about that. And I think that the, one of the things that adventures in recovery offers people when they go on these trips is certainly a different way of looking at the higher power and a different way of looking at themselves, but also a way that of believing I can change my environment and be okay. Yeah. I don't have to live in the same environment. I don't have to have the same comfort things that I used to have because that change in environment right. is so imperative to somebody making change in their lives. So um, you guys had that discussion on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And so you guys get up and we're deciding on the weather. Um, what were some of the, the, the feedback that you got from those guys about Thursday night? Uh, being I know it was just one night. We didn't really get to see the trip through. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I talked with Smitty on the drive home and a little bit of Hank uh, to the restaurant. Uh, but what were some of the things that you heard? Well, mainly was uh, all the 12-step language, like removing that. It almost felt like, and I got on the website today and took a lot of it out. Um, yeah. It actually felt like that was putting fences on the program. And that, and the way Hank's concern was that we would leave people out. Yep. And once again, going back to that core value of what we talked about, Jason, is um, in Freeology, this podcast is taking away those barriers. And mm-hmm. yet we were very quickly... As I hear you talk, it just made me think of that. We were so quickly putting up barriers and fences of how to operate versus, uh, you know, allowing, uh, for me, it would be allowing the spirit, uh, the energy to speak through me of, of what, of what is right and what is freeing through my thoughts versus, uh, oh, it's got to be this and this is absolutely right. 
Yeah, because I think the thing that I took out of Thursday night and then even a little bit more on Friday morning was stop trying to program. Let nature be the program. Right. Nature is the program. In fact, if we would have stayed out there, it would have definitely demonstrated the program. (laughs) It would have definitely been the program. Man, by the way, I was pretty impressed. You were ready. Yeah. You had your gear. I did. Yeah, I'm coming. Yeah. Because I kept thinking, I'm going to get a text that says, says, man, we are just slammed. (laughs) No, I'll be honest. And I even told Anne-Marie before I left, I said, there's a part of me, I could have very easily had texted you and just said, I'm good. Yeah. You know, I'm reading the weather reports and I've even texted you a few things and, and, you know, I, I just a little worried, but I was like, you know what? But it's this, you know, the whole thing, um, is to draw us out of our comfort zone, mm-hmm. you know, and even coming up there to get you guys, uh, I get all the way to Dawsonville. And at that point, we are pretty much close to deciding we're canceling. Not yeah. quite, but then I turn on Highway 136, and then it's it's cancel time, mm-hmm. which was good because we're about to run out of signal. Right. And uh, and I remember going, but I'm not going to leave you guys stranded. And you're like, oh, you'll come and get us, you know? And I go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And um, and I remember Jason said, yeah, we're somewhere off Forest Road 42. <laughs> I said, are you sure, Jason? Because um, I thought it was 58 or 50-something, but I thought it was 50-something. He goes, right. no, it was 42. We're down here at 42. I said, okay. Well, we lose signal. There's no way to communicate from this point. I'm looking at the map, and I'm going, man, if I take 42, that does not work to what we originally talked. And right. Never been up there. I've actually never have traveled on a Forest Road like that. Huh. And so that, that was the first time for yeah. that. Don't you remember what did I call farm road? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that tells yeah. you how much I don't know. I'm calling it farm road, but it's forest road. And, uh, in forest road 28 one, uh, anybody who's listening to this, that's been on that, you'll understand I get on it and it was nothing like the farm road we took going out. Forest road. Forest road going out. That was easy. Yeah. It was actually oh, a, yeah. a little bit of a climb. Yeah. It had rocks mm-hmm. and ruts and different things to maneuver through. And I was literally, I think nine or 10 miles away. And it said, I still had 45, 50 minutes to get to you guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh my. And sure enough. And I told Jason, I shared with him. There's one point I went over a boulder. It wasn't big, but for me, it got a little under, and when my bike wheels slipped and spun, I go, dude, I got four wheel drive. I'm, I'm putting in four wheel drive. So a little bit of my manliness came out going, uh-huh. Oh yeah, I'm in four wheel drive going up these. And so, and what it did for me was it just, once again, it freed me of the fact I didn't have a clue where I was at, uh-huh. but I knew that I, I knew that I had a marker to get to and that I could do this. Was there a part of me going, this is crazy. I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't have any business trying to navigate these roads. All by myself. I'm literally all by myself at this right. point. But, you know, it's one of those things you just break out of your comfort and go, it's going to be all right. That was quite the adventure so, for you. Then. It, it I didn't was. even think about that. Yeah, it was um, because I took a gamble and I went with my gut going, I think this is where they're going to be. And you guys were X mark the spot on my map that I, I put as a waypoint yeah. to get to. You guys were right there. And so, uh, so with that, it was just awesome how all that worked out. Yeah. I mean, but I think that that's what nature offers though it does i mean it's it's like um we have gotten and, and this the thing that excites me so much about adventures in recovery we have gotten so used to punch in an address make a phone call yeah. send a text and dude do you know how far i had to walk just to get a phone call <laughs> out to you I, yeah you, you showed us where you had to go and backtrack it was a hump i mean yeah. it was straight uphill but I was thinking when I was walking, like, this is, this is 
the deal, man. Right. Like you don't you don't just call somebody. No. You're not just getting out of there. Right. right? It's a process. Yep. Um but it's a it's a beautiful process. It is. And I think it's one of those uh once again, uh challenge any of those guys that want to go with us even if you're not working through a recovery program we're going to have opportunities uh for you know people to join us on these trips just to to break us out of the the belief that you know we can actually do this yeah yeah we can go out there a a few nights and be uh living off the grid living outside of cellular uh range and you know it's going to be okay yeah no, I mean, we've talked about doing some father-son trips. We've talked about doing some some couples retreats, although I don't know that we're qualified to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll just leave that right there. But um, I, I think that that the the experience, like I say, even the experience of you getting to us, um, and that is one thing that came out um, Friday morning. Right. Hank said, he said, Jason, I think that you take this for granted because you do it all the time. Right. And you're comfortable. He yep. said, you're visibly comfortable yep. out here. He said, it doesn't bother you. You, you look like you're at home. He yep. said, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm not comfortable. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And he said, so I think that's why you feel like, well, I need to do something. I need to program something. He said, but man, I'm telling you, just being here. Yeah is doing the job. And then me sitting there listening, you think, I know those far service roads. I've been all over them. But I didn't even think about the fact that you had to kind of just come find us. Yep. And that labyrinth of roads gets tricky coming from the direction you came from. Right, because I know you told me if I came from Dahlonega, there would be a sign that says Cooper Gap one way, and, three, and that sign never showed up. <laughs> I go, well, and, and, and my GPS was telling me to take uh, 28-1. I was like, all right, I'm just going to do it. And, uh, and I remember – once again, just that, that whole thought process and working through it. When I saw you, you in your green, uh, I think it was you, it was one of the guys, and I go, those look like hikers on the side of the road waiting right where <laughs> they should be waiting. You know, you get that moment of like, yes, that fist pump of we were able to do this, you yeah. know, and, and I was able to find them, and uh, we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Well, let's, let's kind of expand this thing on out a little bit. I'll, I'll point out uh, something you brought up. So one of the things that we've wanted to, or we've talked about, I think, you know, Second or third time we we actually got together, we hadn't bought any equipment yet or anything. Right, um, was the idea of a base camp yep. and having uh, a few acres out. I mean, in the 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 wilderness, you know, out of reach, and and that being kind of nestled in to the mountains, and us being able to have a base camp where our first night is on base camp, and right. we we're able to teach everybody how to set up a tent, how to pack a backpack, and. Uh, then we get up the next morning, have bacon and eggs and a big breakfast, and then head out, and then out for a few days, and then come back on the final night and have a, a meal there together and right. celebrate the things that have happened that day. And and you had some ideas about even before we have a base camp, what we could do. So expand on that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, last night I was uh, watching some shows, some Overlander shows, and uh, and they're talking about the different trailers. You know, first I'm looking at outfitting our Tacoma, you know, your Tacoma, my Tacoma, we've talked about that, outfitting them. But then I'm looking at these trailers and I'm going, there's our base camp right there. It's mobile. Yeah. You know, and when I drove down those roads, uh, those forest roads, I started understanding what it looked like. Once again, I've never done it. So, and I'm looking going, yeah, we could, we can get into there with a trailer, no problem. And instead of right now, 
not having a stable base camp, but having a mobile base camp. And it's something I think, once again, it's just one of those, just thinking outside the box a little bit, and uh, but also creating an experience that I think people will enjoy and, uh, and be able to reflect on going, you know, they started off feeling good, then they went through the journey of the uncertainty, and then we closed out a, a night of fellowship and food. And then uh, went on our way. I think that would be a great way for a great experience. Yeah, and I, I mean, I I think we're even talking about incorporating that pretty quick. Yeah, um, maybe not this next trip, but the but the one after that. I, right. I, I well, actually, we talked about doing it on the next trip, but do it on the final night. Right. Not do both. The yeah, because we got all the equipment. Uh, mm-hmm. We just don't have the rig yet of how it would set up. But all the equipment's already. I got all the equipment to make it happen. Right. Just don't have the trailer or the truck outfitted. But we know it. We can still do it. We got a tailgate. Yeah, we got a tailgate. Yeah, and go tags. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, I, I think that uh, it's exciting. I the, the idea about the base camp, too, for me is, you know, as you and I, we, we ain't getting any younger. Right. You know, but to still have a place where we can have influence in these young men and hopefully by then young women's lives, you know, because yep. we've even talked about what it looks like to have a, a older outdoors female to come on staff one of these days and be able to take women out on trips yep. as well. That's right. Yeah. So um, with the trips coming up, I think we got one in May. Hey, April, one April. in May and one in June. The one in April is our first with the clients. Yeah. Yep. How's that going? Where are you at in the process on that? We're, uh, so we have two guys that are lined up for sure, and uh, they are stoked. They're yeah. ready to go, man. And, you, and you're you're doing classes with these guys ahead I of am. time. That's yeah, right. yeah. We're doing we're doing mindful meditation, deep breathing, and yeah. just talking about some things that are spiritual. So by the time they get ready to go, they're going to have kind of a working understanding of who yeah. I am and and what, where we're headed in right. the trip overall. Um, but yeah, that first trip is, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it'll be four days. I think it's, I think it's uh, April 21st, 22nd, 23rd and 24th. Right. I'm almost sure that's yep. right. And, um, yeah, it'll be, a, a the same length. This one was supposed to be right. And then what about, um, did you do any of the mindful meditation with those guys or was it how the weather was kind of coming in? Was all that kind of, when you woke up Friday morning, Kind of set to the side, or we were gonna do some, and then we just got to talking. Yeah. Um, Smitty does as much as I do, if not maybe a little bit more, right? Um, and we were we were actually going to uh, do some, and then we just, I mean, the conversation was so good, and so in my mind, I'm thinking, well, tonight, you know, before we go to bed, we'll do some, and then right. in the morning we we'll get up, and then of course that that kind of came to an end. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so I, yeah, just excited. Yeah. Is there anything else we need to kind of close off with uh, with this podcast? Uh, or we'll may- probably delete all this because this is just rambling on at this point. So I don't know, man. I like it. I think it's good information. <laughs> what we're doing is okay I mean, from this point on. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody out there who wants to to come and adve- uh, come and experience adventures in recovery, we are leading a hike on March twenty seventh um, with the Phoenix Atlanta. Right. And that is a, a sunrise hike to the top of Stone Mountain. Yes. So they need to check in the parking lot of the walk-up trail at 615. Uh, anybody's invited. We're going to hike up to the top, watch the sun come up, have a little gratitude meditation, come back down, and then go our separate ways. That's right. And if you can do it for Jesus on Easter, you can do it on the 27th. That's right. With the recovery. If you can do it for Jesus on Easter, you can do it for Jason on the 27th. <laughs> We're going to delete this part. This part will not go out. <laughs> oh, come on. All right. 
So, uh, yeah, or if you're interested in knowing more about what we're doing, we have a trip coming up in May. We have a trip coming up in June. We're still trying to outfit enough gear for uh, four more hikers. Well, actually, we had one donated for sure. Um, we'll be getting three more hikers, and you think you may have those covered. Yeah, and, and even with, with those being covered, um, you know, we, we still work on a on a basis. These hikers that uh, come along the trip, uh, they come free of charge. We do not charge for the ones that are in recovery. And so with that, uh, when they come, we're still paying for uh, yourself and a guide. Mm-hmm. We're still paying for all the food, mm-hmm. th- things that are not a part of the pack. Mm-hmm. That at any point that if anybody uh, feels compelled to uh, give towards this or want to learn more about this, just reach out to us. But also uh, on our website, uh, recovers recovery adventures. Yeah, recoveryadventures.org. Recoveryadventures.org. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you can go in there and read up a little bit more about us. And then there's a no- donate uh, button. Yeah, and you can reach me at jason.lyle at recoveryadventures.org and chuck at chuck.swenson at recoveryadventures.org. And as he just said, I guess we do need to touch on that a little bit. Um, our program is completely free. Um, at this point, we're not charging people. And, and, you know, even as you and I have talked about in the future, what does it look like to maybe have payment for services that I think we would always have that scholarship piece in there to make sure anybody who wanted to go could go. Right. Yep. Yeah. So... Uh, anything else you want to add? No, I think uh, I think our bellies are calling us to the uh, Bank Street Cafe at this point. <laughs> Brought to you by Chick-fil-A and Bank Street Cafe. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening again. We'll see you on the next one.